in our first effort, we have linked some five personalities, five recently nominated giraffes, who especially fight for the issues related to the environment and especially also climate change. Now, this is the urgent issue of our time. So we thought we start something together with them and we plan to bring it to a wider public. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Whenever you hear the word hero, you probably automatically put the word super in front of it and picture the Avengers beating up some alien things coming out of the sky over New York. These kinds of heroes are always good looking, they are built like a tank and they always have some distinctive outfit or cape which sets them apart from the rest of the group. Now forget about that. The people on this podcast are the true inspiration and it's their determination to do what is right that makes them a superhero in their own unique way. Welcome to Stick Your Neck Out, the podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. My name is Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona and I'm going to be your host in this journey, the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. Every Tuesday you are going to get the chance to get to know one of the Giraffe Heroes, who they are and what they are fighting for. We are going to present you inspiring stories of people saving our world, making it better. Us, that is today's guest, Tom Amat, the founder of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation, and me. Hi, Tom. Thanks for being here today with us. Thanks for the invitation, Jan P. Great to see you. Tom, you are a Sinologist. You have started and run a number of companies doing business in China. 2017, you accidentally came across a book and this event has led you to found the Giraffe Heroes Foundation in the fall of the same year. Tell us about your experience. What motivated you to create this organization? It's a long story, but it's also very short in as much as it's all based on the encounter with John Graham and his lovely and actually quite heroic wife, and Medlock, whom I met through the book John has written about the first part of his life, a first part of his life which led to the foundation of the Giraffe Heroes project 40 years ago together with Anne, who actually had the original idea. Anne is a journalist, feminist and writer fighting for human rights, women rights and that way came up with the idea to actually look for people in general who are courageous, who fight for the right issues, who stick their neck out. So the foundation is called Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Though you don't call your heroes hero, you like to call them giraffes. Why is that? Well, that's a good question and a very important question. The reason that we have the hero's term in there has to do with our history, or namely just our roots and our present. The Giraffe Heroes Project has been founded 40 years ago in the United States, in New York to be exact, and Giraffe Heroes in American English is a perfect description for someone 
who has civil courage sticking his or her neck out. Now, if we get to Europe with the Third Reich, yeah, with the Nazis in Germany and all that, these guys uniquely abused the term hero. So the term hero in our area is difficult. For that reason, you will notice that why I don't need to deny our history and bondage with the Giraffe Heroes project, wherever I can, I talk about the giraffes, about the people with civil courage, about the people who have the will and power and courage to stick their neck out. And I rather would drop that slightly problematic hero term. Non-governmental organizations, NGOs, are generally placed on a pedestal for doing the work not being done by other sectors, while often also working to compensate for the damage done by those same sectors. What kind of work does the Giraffe Heroes Foundation and what is the vision behind it? Well, the vision behind the Giraffe Heroes project probably is exactly what you have pointed out by saying generally foundations and NGOs alike, especially when they are successful, they are put on a pedestal, they get their own bureaucracy, they get their own career systems, in short, they get their own whole social impediment, which makes them a famous organization, but very often leaves the regular people, the so-called normal people behind. Now, the point of the Giraffe Heroes Project is that we are looking for people who are brave and stick their neck out, who stand out among the general public, that we find people from the ranks of all society, be them teachers, be them social workers, be them cleaners, be them whatever. You have a chance to stick your neck out if you have the heart on the right spot in any position you have acquired in this life with luck or with bad luck, whatever. Who has benefited from your program and how have you made a difference? Well, to start with, I would like to clarify that the Giraffe Heroes Foundation, which has been set up only two years ago, is inspired by the 40 years history of the Giraffe Heroes project, which is ongoing today. Now, if you go into that project, you will find some 1,500-something nominations of giraffes. And these people really come from all walks of life. Today, some are famous. Some became Nobel Prize-winning scientists. Others are just a general teacher, a, a primary school teacher, or just a driver, or you name it. I wonder if this foundational work with a lot of clever and well-intentioned actions all over the year, so to speak, one managed to have a deeper impact on society. What do you think about it, Tom? Well, here we come to the reason why I actually set up the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. The Giraffe Heroes Project has started during the time of radio and uh, print-out newspapers. It has gone through the fall of the Iron Curtain 
John and Anne, the founders, have been extremely successful in Russia, in the new Russia. They have been invited by Gorbachev and his team in 1990. And they have done an enormous work. But today, in today's work of the social media hype and a completely changed media landscape, it seems that just pointing out these giraffes and telling their stories is somehow being drowned in the overall media noise and, I mean, just the short-lived information rush of the times we live in. So I had the feeling if that project is going to continue and going to bloom, then we need some sort of transformation, a transformation which makes more use of the network you build by searching, looking for people who stand out, who fight for the common good over a whole lifetime. If you don't network these people on their side, then their impact will be just uh, one individual's impact plus an individual. You won't really see the potential of what I believe lies in a network of such people with their strengths and their commitment and their courage. You won't make anything of a potential synergy and dynamic which logically must rest in this hidden network. So the reason why we started to work is to actually create this network or better, it's already there. We only have to, so to speak, materialize it. How are you planning to do that? Well, we plan to do that, for example, by sitting here and talking about, right? You are listening to Stick Your Neck Out, the podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. I'm your host, Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona, and my guest today is Tom Amat, founder of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Some people say foundations have often worked like this, setting up a project, financing it for a few years, getting into the newspaper, and then inventing the next nice project. What is your next nice project? Well, as I tried to mention before, we are in that respect exactly different from the lot. I mean, we are working to identify people who work for the common good without fear, with intelligence and courage. Now, this mission entails that we are also working for goods on this same project. So we only can see that our network is gradually growing, that we are better and stronger in a bigger variety of fields, but it is an endless project. It is as long as mankind will survive in a positive sense. In our first effort, we have linked some five personalities, five recently nominated giraffes, who especially fight for the issues related to the environment and especially also climate change. Now, this is the urgent issue of our time. So we thought we start something together with them and we plan to bring it to a wider public. How do we want to do that? Well, 
we actually decided to do a crowdfunding because as the name says, if you bring your people to the crowd, if you manage that, then they get a wider audience. And also the crowd, if they like these people, what I hope they do, will support us. The Giraffe Heroes Foundation is an NGO. What is the hardest part of running an NGO? Like, what are the daily obstacles that you need to combat to keep your NGO afloat? Well, I think that depends on what type of NGO you are, also at what stage of development you stand. I mean, if you, your name is Human Rights Watch and you have some 500 super rich backers behind you who provide you with the means of what you want to do, then that is one story. Or even if you look at something like the Bruno Manzer Foundation. I mean, Bruno Manzer, who is from Basel here, who actually was nominated a giraffe by Anne back in the late 80s, who has disappeared some 10 years ago, probably has been abducted, probably killed by the people whom he were actually attacking, namely the log and uh, tropical wood merchants from Indonesia. Bruno has created so much impact here in Basel alone that you have the Bruno Manzer Foundation. And that foundation has enough backers to give them a very decent budget to go after the interests which their NGO has formulated. Now, the big difference is with an NGO like Giraffe Heroes, which per definition to start with refuses black-collar membership, which refuses large corporate donations or corporate donations against any type of advertisement, etc. So we are completely on our own. So John and Anne have been successfully struggling, but struggling for over uh, soon over 40 years. And we have started two years ago and we are struggling, but uh, it seems to be part of this image we represent that you have to struggle. But we are struggling on successfully and I hope that will stay so. The foundation describes its mission as, and I quote, carrying the effort further by identifying new individuals engaged in the cause. Also by organizing them into an interactive community which will have their own voice and gradually achieve the powers necessary to create a new trend. What does that mean in today's context? Well, that means what I actually just a minute ago tried to subscribe with our coming crowdfunding where we combine and join five individuals who all engage themselves in the largest sense for climate adaptation. We can't stop climate change, we only can adapt for the environment. And very specifically, most of them have a take concern with the life of bees and trees. So we formed a small group here, here in Switzerland with Andre Wermelinger, the founder and operator, chief operator of Free the Bees. Then 
a friend and giraffe in Belgium, Hendrik Hares, who works in a similar line on his own, who has actually revitalized the village where he has grown up by tree plantations, protection of bees, etc. Then the earliest giraffe actually I have nominated, Louis Cosco de Cordier, who has taken root in the Sierra Nevada of Spain, the Alpujara. He is engaging himself for the first bee-protected area in the whole of Europe. Down there, another new giraffe of ours also is active, is Chris Malen, who is mainly an educator and a researcher of the environment and actually especially the interaction with the environment and which impact that has on the growing up children, on education, what the loss of a healthy environment means for children as well as young adults. And last not least, another Belgian giraffe is in that circle, Dimi Dumortier, who is a great movie maker, who is a great social activist and who actually will film our operation, which is very great, right? So we are going to have four protagonists who have that course and then we have even our own documentarist. These giraffes are in the front lines of social change, taking risks for their causes, hanging in there year after year and not waiting for them, be it the society, political leaders or whoever to solve the problems, including fighting for sane climate policies, social justice, public health, safety and human rights. Can you tell us a little bit more about these people, who they are? How do they get selected? That's a good question. So on the one hand, as I already mentioned before, the original Giraffe Heroes project based in Whit on Whitby Island out of Seattle, is still ongoing and has quite a wide audience. And they get giraffe heroes, giraffes as we prefer to call them. They get giraffes recommended on a regular basis, something like sometimes 10 per month, sometimes less, but more or less say 10 per month. Now we have started here in Basel two years ago and We also have our own circle, which is growing, and we take recommendations from that circle, right? But since we are pretty young, we are still not as abandoned with newcomers, I mean, new giraffes, if you want so, since we are still very young. So since the two years we actually are working here, we haven't recommended and commended more than 10 and a few personalities. Okay, that means if I, right now I know somebody who I think can be like a hero, I just wrote you an email or give you a call? Well, please give me a call or write, better write me an email. In that email, just not say hello, I would like to recommend Joe as a giraffe, but tell why you would like to recommend Joe. Yeah? In short, possibly include a brief CV or a brief life story in which within one page you tell why you believe that this person is worth to be commended a giraffe. To many of our listeners, Giraffe Eaters Foundation is a whole new idea they know about just now. If they want to join hands, 
What is the easiest way they can reach out? Well, just come to our website. I mean, read through the website so you familiarize yourself a bit in detail with what we do. It's not an extensive website. I think it's kept pretty short. And then you have the join button and you fill out the form and you send that to us with a brief description why you would like to join. And we are most happy about that. You will hear from us. Thank you, Tom Ahmad, for your visit. Next week, you are going to be talking to Andre Wemmerlinger, a Giraffe Hero and co-manager of GECA, the newest initiative of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Among other things, you are going to be talking with him about his nomination as a hero, his organization Free the Bees, the crowdfunding campaign we are initiating, and the rewards that Free the Bees are offering for the ones who support this initiative. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to that, and I hope you will join us with that in a week. This was the first episode of Stick Your Neck Out, the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. I am Jean-Pierre Aguiar Durañona. We are proud to share every week inspirational stories from remarkable individuals. Stories that come from many different places. Each giraffe's story is unique with the underlying theme of overcoming challenges present in all. Take a look at each individual experience and although each person is different, they all have one thing in common, heroism. We want to hear your stories too. If you'd like to tell us about your frontline hero, visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. You'll find the Giraffe Hero stories every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage and every other place where you hear your podcast. Join us again next week. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation.